Welcome to the Fulfillment Project Podcast. I'm your host, Simply Sarah, and I'm so glad that we've connected here today. I've created a series called Life Chats. This is a four-part series of each of my amazing guests as I take you on a journey through their awakening process. My aim and goal for this show is to give you, the seeker, a container to explore your own growth as you awaken and step into more alignment, more joy, and more fulfillment every single day. Welcome back to Life Chats. We have part three here with Claudia. Claudia, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Happy to be here for part three. Yes, part three. So if you haven't listened or watched to Claudia's two previous episodes, part one was all about her growth so far, the different growth cycles she's been through, what a growth cycle means to her, the different moments of awakening and those, we can call them signs or symptoms that really start to show up in our life as we start to elevate to new levels. Part two was all around her current awareness. We are always going through growth cycles. We can always have awareness. We can always be calibrating. So we were chatting about your business, which you were noticing some, some misalignment for. Mm -hmm. Um, And so if you haven't heard that, go back and listen to that because there's some great insights for uh, knowing if you're in alignment or out of alignment. And today we're talking all about being in the moment with growth. Claudia, growth does not happen uh, on a huge significant event. It is the daily mundane things, is it not, my friend? It is. It is. Yeah. And so we're going to chat about a couple of, because it's been over a week since we recorded our last episode and we decided to spend the week and, and have some awareness and, and bring a moment of, of growth and calibration into this conversation so that you can kind of see what it's like from that right now. It's for me, moment to moment, calibrating and shifting and, and constantly keeping my life aligned and, and what you can do when you're in those moments. Because a lot of the times we can have the awareness, but then when it comes down to the moment, it's you having to act differently, to change the course, to rewrite the story. And sometimes that can be the hardest for people. And so I think some examples can help. And then we also want to wrap up with talking about some tools, everyday tools, weekly tools uh, that we use in order to support our growth. So Claudia, let's dive in. What has happened for you over the past week and and some awareness that you've had? Yeah. So things have been flowing really well. Um, I think that when you get to a lot of growth cycles, you get to a point where you're just aware that you're aware and you're just very present and you calibrate like you said, moment to moment. And I'm like, at least once a day, you know, you finish your day. I love to journal and we can talk about that when we talk about tools that we use on a daily basis, but love to journal, see like how my day went, you know, was I present? What happened? Did I react and all that? And like you said, like growth happens in these small little changes or events that you catch yourself reacting or not reacting or um, approaching a same situation differently. So you catch yourself like, oh, past Claudia would have done this, but then this new version of me is doing this instead. And when you catch yourself in these moments, you get like physical evidence that, oh, I'm actually doing the work and it's working and I show up differently. So I think that's important to mention. And I'll give like a very simple thing that happened for me last week that I caught myself, but we sometimes tend to look for like the big changes and the big aha moments and the big decisions, but no, like it's the small little things every day that create this compound effect that after like a month or six months or one year and two years, like, oh, wow, I'm not the same person that I was before. So one thing that happened to me last week was um, I'm very consistent 
in general. Um, to me, it's a great quality to have. And in my business, I'm very consistent within my daily task. And like, for example, how I post on social media. So for years, I've been doing like an email to my email list every Tuesday, every Saturday. Every podcast episode is on a Thursday morning. Like I never miss a post, an email or something like a content piece. But then trying to bring that new awareness to like doing things differently, allowing myself to flow, being more in that feminine energy, speaking from the heart and not from this very masculine, like structured way. I've been working on the last few weeks to just speak from the heart and make decisions in my business, especially with content creation with what my heart and my gut wants to write or chat about. Um, and not with like the brain and the shoulds and the I usually post something on Monday at this time. So it's been cool and uncomfortable to go about my content creation differently. So on Monday, I wrote on my to-do list on my daily planner, create a post. Um, I usually plan everything in advance. I decide everything in advance. Like, no, I'm just going to show up on Monday and, you know, speak from the heart and see what I want to talk and write about. So it's about lunchtime. Like, okay, I have time right now to create my post. I sit down, nothing's coming through. I'm like, okay, I'll just pick the photo first. <laughs> so I browse my photos. I'm like, okay, I'll grab this photo. Nothing's coming through. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, no, no, no. Like, I love writing. I have so many ideas. So I, I went back to like this folder of like old posts that I kept. I was like, maybe I could use a post from like three years ago and just like pimp it a little bit and add some stuff to it. But there was a lot of resistance. And I caught myself asking myself the question, okay, which space are you creating from right now? Which part of you is deciding that you have to do a post today because it's Monday? And I was like, okay, no, I'm not creating from the heart. I'm not creating from the gut from that creative space. I'm doing a post because I want to check it off my list. And because I usually do a post on Monday. So I was very uh, proud of myself for catching myself. And like, I stepped away from my computer. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm not going to post today. And funny enough, stepped back from it, made myself some lunch, had a great afternoon, raised my vibration. I think I went outside or had a great conversation with someone. And at night I was making dinner and I had like all these ideas, you know, and then I sat down, wrote like this amazing post and I posted it the next day. And I was like, yay, like I'm giving myself permission to post on a Tuesday and not on a Monday. And again, that might sound silly, right? Like it's just, it's the, it's a post, like get over it. But for somebody who's so, who used to be so rigid with these, with these little things, then you add things, things up. And then week after week, all these little changes, like, oh, I can operate in a different way and catch yourself when old versions of you want to step over and make these decisions for you. So that was my little moment. I was like, yay, yeah. go me. Yeah, that's so good. Especially breaking down the rigidityness, uh, yeah. rigidness um, and being so structured and disciplined. And I love what you said there. Like it's such, it's such a good quality, mm -hmm. but to what degree, right? Like exactly. there's always you know, two ends of every spectrum. Um, and especially as a woman who naturally that natural feminine essence wants to feel flow, wants to feel ease. Mm -hmm. That's where the intuition comes in, right? Yeah. It's not sitting down and trying to create something and do something in that masculine energy, mm -hmm. which just blocks that creative flow. Yeah. Um, and then recognizing you literally almost stand in like a witness seat of like, 
I usually act like this, but I Mm -hmm. know this is for my higher good. And you watch yourself toggle between those two different versions of yourself. And to Mm -hmm. me, like, that's really what growth is, is to have that evidence, that Mm -hmm. evidence that we're actually growing or else we don't feel that momentum happening, which will make you make a better choice and a better choice and a better choice. And like, like we said, it's that physical evidence Mm -hmm. that probably your body probably almost felt like an ease, like it felt light, it felt good, it felt joyful, like that is alignment. Mm-hmm. And far exactly. too often when we're not in touch with that, uh, we don't know if we're coming or going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes I have conversations with different parts of myself and it's just being the observer of like, okay, this is my masculine. This is my feminine. This is old version. This is my, you know, my, my, my triggered, you know, inner child. And this is my higher self. And you just step away from it. And you're like, okay, which part of myself needs to decide right now? So it takes work and awareness, obviously, but yeah, it's cool to notice these uh, little changes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that awareness. And I mean, and this is why, you know, I think having conversations like this and opening people more up to explore what a growth journey is, because it is mm-hmm. so different for everyone and yeah. there is no wrong way to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it it's an exploration. It's trying, yeah. it's, saying, I used to do this, maybe I'll just do this over here and and seeing Mm -hmm. if that works for you. And it's really, it's breaking out of, if you want to show up differently in life, feel different, have different results, you literally have to be a different person. Mm -hmm. And so it's those, it's those actions of, okay, if I'm used to operating this way, how can I, how can I operate differently to get a different result? Yeah. One of my favorite quote is, um, if you want, if you want things in your life to change, you have to change things in your life. And that's exactly it. You know, and seeing these opportunities as like tests from the universe like okay the universe is testing me right now like who am I going to show up as you know like which part of me is going to decide uh but it takes awareness like you said yeah um if anybody wants to learn more about this this is really Dr. Joe Dispenza's work um mm-hmm. you know breaking the habit of being yourself is a fantastic book I remember I, I struggled with some chronic illness for quite a few years from breast implants and then also from Epstein-Barr. And I remember it was, I'd been sick for five years on and off and finally found Epstein-Barr. And it was, you know, Jason who did some testing, you know, Jason Prasad. And he yeah. handed me this book by uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza. And he goes, I can only help you so far. You have to read this book though. And it mm-hmm. made me realize the patterns that we get in and we just wake up on such an automated pace. And one of the things he said was like, just start acting differently. And so I started like getting up out of bed and out the door first thing in the morning. I would usually never go outside right away, or I was never even a a walking person. Then if I usually Mm -hmm. started with like something warm for liquid in the morning, I started with something cold. Like I literally started doing everything differently, which it, it wakes you up. It causes you to become alert and pay attention to your surroundings and ask yourself because that's awareness, right. And to, to wake Mm -hmm. up, so to say, is you have to be able to, to see the broader picture. And when you're in that like an automated fog almost of, mm-hmm. of repeated patterns again and again, it's hard to see that, that bigger picture. Yeah. So, for sure. Great. Um, I'll, I'll share my experience from the past week mm-hmm. um, and a little bit different, which I, I love because it's a different example. Um, I have found myself really in alignment for the past who I want to say like six to eight months, we mm-hmm. like riding the wave. I like to call it like yeah. just ride the wave because alignment is always bringing yourself back there mm-hmm. and really learning to work with my vibration has been a huge key for me. And so keeping that vibration up and being careful of what robs you of that energy. Yeah. we got a lot of things happening in Canada right now where we both live and, and some things happening, happening in Ottawa at the Capitol this past weekend. And I was supposed to, I was supposed to work on Friday because I had a list of things to do. 
people were sending me live footages. So I had like my laptop, I had my monitor, I had my cell phone, all with different live footages. Some of it was the news. And I Mm. felt myself get sucked into there. I got foggy brained. I couldn't think straight. I couldn't get back to work. All I wanted to do was go take a nap. And I did Mm. because it's all that I could do. Could literally couldn't concentrate. And you look at something like that. Now, if that was an immersive event, but if you have so many things that are bringing down your energy, it literally, you feel like you are being pulled down and it's hard to bring yourself back up. And so Mm -hmm. recognizing, okay, I usually feel great. I had my morning routine or my, you know, vibrational workout feeling great. Why all of a sudden do I get tired? Why all of a sudden do I get foggy brain? And I think Mm -hmm. these are really good symptoms for people to look at because being out of alignment or low vibration isn't just energetic stuff that you don't have evidence of. (laughs) The the, the evidence is your life. It's how you feel. It's your physical body. Mm -hmm. Um, And it took me a good 24 hours to like cut that negative cord and, and bring myself back up. But you know, it's a moment of awareness of I can keep feeding into this because mm-hmm. when we get those lower vibrations as well, I don't want to choose healthy foods for my body. I don't want to exactly. make the decisions. It almost becomes so much effort to try to pull yourself up and out of there, the lower that mm-hmm. you get. Yeah, absolutely. And it's always ironic because that's when you actually need the healthier habits the most, but that's when we don't feel like going outside, going for a walk, getting some sunshine in, like eating healthy foods. We're just like, no, let's stay in this lower vibing emotion because it's easier. And that's where we're at. And that's what we attract. So yeah, yeah, it's it's a little ironic. Yeah, I know a good, a good tip for anybody who feels like they're in that rut or they're like in that low space. Um, kind of like what I was saying, just try a bunch of different things that are opposite of what you do. You almost kind of got to go into like a little bit of a a hyperactivity mode of like, I don't know if this is going to help. And I don't know if this is going to help, but I'm going to try this. And that willingness to want to pull yourself up usually will start some, some good momentum. Mm -hmm. I agree. Awesome. So tools, everyday tools, weekly tools. What have you, let me ask you this first. You're very you know, structured and disciplined person, and you've always had routines and morning routines. And so Mm -hmm. how have you seen your disciplinedness be a value for using tools to keep your vibration and your energy high? I feel like I had to unlearn and relearn what routines and rituals meant for me. So before that, um, it was very like, no, this is what I do every morning and I have to stick to this routine. Same with my workouts. I had a goal. I had a plan and a programming to get there. And no matter how I felt, I was still going to do what I had to do because I had said I was going to do it again. Great quality for a lot of things, but you know, to a certain degree. So the first thing that I did was to, and I talked about that, I think in part two was to question everything I was doing, starting with my morning routine. Um, and again, with Joe Dispenza doing things differently, you know, breaking the habit of being yourself. I had the same morning routine for, for years. It was very structured. It was like meditation in a certain place in my apartment, certain type of like guided meditation. And then it was journaling like one page and then like reading a book, like just very structured. And yes, I did feel the benefits from starting my day this way. But then I kept a discipline of having a morning routine, but I allowed myself to have some flexibility and doing things differently within that morning routine. Um, And you helped me with that for sure. I remember you were like, well, if you lay down on your floor and you play with your cat, there you go. You have a morning routine, you know? So I started to try different things and I had to literally make a list of things that I could do that could be part of my morning routine and then wake up and ask myself, 
what do I feel like doing? And like, do even like a body scan of like, what does my body feel like doing this morning? So I still meditate, but sometimes I'll do it outside, staring at the sun. Sometimes I'll do it in my living room, playing with my cat. Sometimes I'll do it with music, with no music. Sometimes I'll get outside. Sometimes I'll journal before I meditate. So I allowed myself some flexibility. So yeah, keeping the discipline and the consistency to start my day, not on my phone, not on my emails, not in a rush kind of state, but doing different things and trying different things and asking myself, that's why I'm repeating this because it's important. What do I feel like doing? And not like, what am I supposed to do or should be doing because it's my morning routine. Hello, fellow seeker, Sarah here. I want to jump into the middle of this episode to bring your awareness to my program, The Upgrade. This is a six-week program that I developed for you to have self-exploration and awakening. It is an immersive transformation program that pairs a three-day in-person retreat at a location within Ontario, Canada. If you're looking for community and if you're looking for a container for growth, this is why I've created this. I have taken so many tools and modalities that I've used along my own journey and helped many friends and clients as well go through an upgrade process. At the retreat, we are going to be doing a shamanic ceremony and going to explore some different plant medicines that you're able to use to explore and expand your consciousness. Deep dive into your subconscious, start to rewrite those beliefs and stories that are no longer serving you for this next level of your life. If this piques your curiosity, you can grab the link in the show notes at my website, simplysarah.com. In the navigation, you'll see the upgrade. And perhaps this is a part of your journey this year. I love the personal development space. Love it. Been in it for a while. Same with you. Like read all the books, gone to conferences. It's such a great space. Um, but I found that I, I was always on to like the next thing or someone said to do this in a morning routine and, yeah. and it will bring you happiness and success. And so you almost adopt different people's beliefs Mm -hmm. and methods, which are amazing for what I like to call like the training phase. Like let's try out a bunch of things. Like, what do I like? How am I finding the benefits of it? But -hmm. when you don't start to really turn that lens on yourself and asking yourself that beautiful question that you just said, like, what do I feel like right now? What Mm -hmm. would make me happy right now? What would be fun? Like what would bring up my energy? Um, Mm -hmm. you know, what does my body feel like doing right now? What do I want to put in my body in terms of food? Like really asking yourself those questions. And, and it can take a while for you to understand that language of your body yeah, and sure. yourself. Cause I find like, I'm, I'm just like you, like I'm playing with routines and, and tools all the time. Mm-hmm. Cause nothing, like everything is always in motion. Yeah. And like, that's yeah. one of the laws of the universe. It's no, like everything is in motion. You are an energetic mm-hmm. being you are always in motion. Your weeks are always in motion. No day is ever the same. And so the needs for ourselves and our energetic bodies is it, it's going to vary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's always a work in progress. And even this morning, you know, I got up, get to get my little water with my lemon, my salt. And I was about to like, just go back into my room to do my meditation. I was like, actually, wait, <laughs> like my body feels stiff. I'm going to go stretch instead. But I had to stop and catch myself because my go-to is go back to the room and meditate. So it's going back to what we were saying in the beginning, like constant awareness, being in the present moment and learning what it feels like to listen to your body, which is such like a cliche, listen to your body, but tuning in, doing like a body scan, I feel like it's just very helpful. So like from your head to your toes or opposite, and just like scan your whole body and feel where there's tension or, or flow or like tightness. And that will give you more 
responses of what you actually need than like reading the next book about a morning routine. <laughs> yeah. I also think too, there's such a, um, a hustle culture and that, um, you know, no pain, no gain. Like grind and grind sleep for the week. It. Yeah. And that's such a, a wounded masculine energy that I think we've all adopted. And especially coming yeah. from the fitness, the fitness field as well, which is very like, there can be mm-hmm. some toxic masculinity in that as well. Yes. But looking at like, how do I soften my approach to myself? How do I just like loosen up a little bit? Cause I find we almost like strangle our goals mm-hmm. or we strangle ourselves into doing something because we think it's, it's the right way to do it. Mm-hmm. And I picture it as just this like softening and like loosening of the, that grip that we have around that energy for our goal. Because mm-hmm. at the, at any time we decide to do something, it is always to get us to a better place, always yeah. to make us feel better, always to improve our life. It's why we do things which we think are for our benefit, but Mm -hmm. in the doing of the thing for our benefit, we're not listening to what's going to benefit us. Are we really doing ourselves a service? And and I know you've had the moment where you're just like, Whoa, like, wait a second. I'm thinking about this all wrong. Yeah, for sure. And this is where the listen and calibrate came in. And for me, it started with my workout routine, you know, like I had the goal and I remember having a conversation with Joe and he was like, yeah, well, how are you feeling going through what you're supposed to be doing to get to that goal? And to me, not following the initial plan was a failure. Like that's how I saw it because like, oh my God, I, I, I had to calibrate the plan. I didn't stick to the plan failure. Right. But he's like, no, it's the opposite. If you found another way to reach your goal that leaves you more fulfilled, happy, like not like injured and overtrained, like it's, it's a win. It's a huge win. So again, allowing myself to be more flexible with the game plan and calibrating it. Like you said, doesn't mean you change the goal, like how you want to feel, but uh, that's something that I did. I still do, right? Like just being okay with changing the procedure (laughs) and the process. Do you think also like with all the growth and the newfound awareness that you've really found who Claudia is, or I'm obviously still always uncovering, but perhaps didn't listen to yourself. You didn't know who you were before. So you were following guidance from something outside of yourself. Yeah, for sure. And from labels that I put on myself in the last years. Right. So for me, uh, one of the main things that I had to unlearn was the expectation it's projection. It was my own projection on other people, but the story that I was telling myself was like, Oh, People expect this from me or expect me to be this way because this is how I've always been. This is how they know me. This is how I've always coached. Um, I have this label of being like a simple, minimalistic, like perfectionist, Uh, you know, like all these labels that are put on you, but then that you keep projecting on other people. So I definitely had to like get some clarity and remove all of that. Like, Oh, this is me. And then having working on the confidence as well to truly be that person, be your hundred percent self, which is always a work in progress for sure. Uh, But yeah, for, especially since 2019, like building the confidence to remove these labels and just be me and not being afraid of like people's judgment or expectations or losing people along the way. Um, yeah, that's, I could write a book about this growth uh, cycle that's been going on and on in the last few years for sure. Yeah. I think that's a huge moment for people. And I, you know, I love that question. You ask yourself, like, why, why am I doing this? And sometimes a lot of those answers are like, 
well, I'm doing it because someone expects this of me, or I'm mm-hmm. doing this because I expect it of myself because I've put this label on myself. Yeah. And so just ask, and you almost feel a little neurotic where you're like, why am I really doing this? And why am I really doing that? And what does yeah. it all mean? <laughs> Sometimes it can definitely feel neurotic, but if we're not asking ourselves those questions, we're not able to have better or different answers in order to mm-hmm. guide us. Absolutely. Yeah. And like you get clarity, right? Because when you have like, I, f- I see this like as, as a blur, like cloudy kind of vision and you're trying to like, you know, step forward and reach that higher self. But when you remove all of this, you're like, ah, oh, yeah. Cool. You're like, I can see I am. I can see it. This is who I am. And like, yeah. you know, keep moving forward. And what doesn't align anymore just falls out of your life easily. Mm-hmm. Right. And it always happens for a reason. So, yeah. Yeah. So from, you know, your first traveling, how long would you say, like, is it 10 years, seven years that you've kind of been on a growth journey? Yeah. 2014 was my first, uh, yes, like seven years, seven, eight years. Yeah. So if you could go back and see Claudia when she first, you know, started to awaken and started that journey, what would you want her to know after everything that you have been through? Oh my God. Um, I think I would tell her that it's going to be a hell of a ride, but don't underestimate yourself. It's all going to be worth it. And trust the plan, trust the divine timing, the divine plan, and every step of the way is going to happen for a reason. So just enjoy the ride. Now I'm enjoying the ride a lot more, even when I'm like crying in bed and like in my dark night of the soul, I'm like, I'm going through growth cycles with a smile. I'm like, yes, I'm going to open another expansion, you know, and like reach another level, but definitely, like definitely the first few years. Yeah. Felt very lonely. Uh, yeah. Alone is, is again, the word that comes to mind, just like a black sheep, almost like nobody like really could get me. I didn't have my soul tribe, which is another tool that we can talk about, like find your people, you know, like I found you and like my soul tribe, like three years ago, I would say two, three years ago, I didn't have this soul tribe when I first started to go through my uh, spiritual awakening. So yeah, I would tell her like, find your people and enjoy the ride. It's going to be okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you bring up soul tribe community is so important, especially because as you have more conversations and it's why I've created, you know, this whole series as well, just from the benefits of, you know, you, me, mm-hmm. Emma, our mastermind, everybody having conversations, it makes you feel like you're not alone and that you're not going crazy and that you, you can ask for more. You can want mm-hmm. a better life. You can strive. You can change. You don't have to be the person you were yesterday because you mm-hmm. see people around you upgrading and up-leveling so much yeah. more. And it, it, it creates such an energy with the tribe as well. Yeah, for sure. It like pulls you up and Again, going back to like undoing the layers, like I was 23 when I moved to Australia. So still in your early 20s, you're like finding yourself and like everybody else is like getting into relationships and buying a house and doing like the box, like society, like what you're supposed to be doing. But when you know that you don't fit in that, but you don't know what that looks like and you don't have these friends or your soul sisters and soul brothers to kind of show you that like, yeah, you can want something different. And which is why I was always leaving. Goodbye. Like when I'm traveling, I can be different. And like I meet other people who are living a different life, making different decisions. But then here, finding my soul tribe and seeing that like, no, it's okay. Like to, you know, outgrow some relationships and you lead with love. And that does not mean you're better or they're worse. It's just different. It's just different. And it's okay. Um, 
yeah, I had to do a lot of unlearning there too. You know, like I've had friends for 12 years or 14 years and like people pleasing, right? Like always trying to keep that bond or that relationship. But then you meet up with them and you're like, wow, I said like two words in like three hours because I don't, I just don't relate anymore. And I'm happy for them. And I, I will always be, and always wish them well, but that's another major thing that changed for me in the last three years is my relationships, which is with, with the, with my close friends and like even a, a personal relationship. So that's part of the work too. You'll see people uh, kind of fade away and you wish them well, you leave with love and then you'll, uh, you'll meet the, this, these, uh, higher, yeah. higher vibing relationships, uh, easy. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, I know we formed an awesome community just from, you know, the clients that Joe and I have brought in and, and mastermind, uh, another, a tool for people looking, you know, to find their people or to, you know, explore different conversations is retreats. Um, mm-hmm. you know, you've been on retreats. I've been on retreats. We've done, you know, normal retreats. We've done psychedelic retreats. We've done all sorts of, um, mind expanding experiences to mm-hmm. get yourself out of your comfort zone. Cause I truly believe for growth, you need to create immersive containers mm-hmm. where you can change and shift who you are and your energy for a l- prolonged period of time without any outside influences that would normally jump you back to your old self, whether it's mm-hmm. like a boyfriend or a parent or, you know, coming yeah. back to your job. Like that's the hardest thing about growth is you can feel like you elevate, but holding and sustaining that new level of you mm-hmm. requires you know, some tools and community, um, yeah. and, and containers. So speak to us about retreats and, and what they've been able to do for you. Yeah. Um, well in 2019 was my first spiritual personal development retreat, um, which was my second huge awakening. And it's funny because, um, I got there and I was, I was in my coach mode. I had my coach hat on and I was like, Oh, I'm just going to pick their brains. And like, I want to host retreats, uh, you know, in a few years in my business. And then like something happened. We we used the Sananga, which is plant medicine. And like, it just opened up, like, I think I was 28 at the time, 28 years of like suppressed emotions, which threw me on like this unlearning and realizing like, who am I without all these labels? So, and I met what happens when you're in this safe container is that you can be a hundred percent yourself and there's no judgment. And I think that's very important because we can love our best friends. We can love our family, but it's different when you're with people that you've known forever. They know maybe a different side or a different version of you. So this is where you go to a retreat. This is why, sorry, you go to a retreat is to heal and to be yourself. And it's to show up with like your shadows and all that. So I don't feel like we allow ourselves or we have the space to do that in our day-to-day, you know, weekly routine. Um, And then you meet people and you click with them right away. It's like you've known them forever. So the bond that you create because they're also on a growth journey and they're also there vulnerable, no judgment. And just, I remember when I had that awakening the next morning, I was crying and crying and I was sharing and I I, I was like looking down while I was sharing. And then I looked up and everybody was like staring at me and listening. And I was like, wow, I don't think I ever had that in my life and I don't even know, don't even know these people and have goosebumps just saying that right now, you know, so that container, that support meeting, you know, friends, um, that you connect with in like half an hour, I think that's very, very powerful. And obviously depending on what you do at the retreat. So there can be like spiritual stuff, like ceremonies, meditations, plant medicines, journaling, uh, different workshops. It just accelerates the growth for sure. Yes. Yeah. 
Um, I like that word accelerate and almost uh, to supplement the growth um, Mm -hmm. because it's like, it's like taking vitamin C without trying to protect your body from a a nutritional perspective or, you know, protect your immune system, right? Like you can take supplements, but if you're not doing the work in order to support that Mm -hmm. supplement, the growth work doesn't really happen. Um, And so I'd love to just chat about the psychedelic experiences. You and I have done a few ceremonies Mm -hmm. together. And so what role has psilocybin done um, for your growth journey? Oh, wow. Uh, Expansion is the first word that comes to mind. Um, Removing the ego so I could truly see myself and my journey and my past. Um, It bridged a gap between things that I I was understanding in my rational mind, and then it bridged a gap to the heart and the soul. So for example, concepts like time is an illusion, This is just one single reality that doesn't really matter. Uh, You can travel to different planes. We're all love. We're all connected. It was stuff that I knew because I read about it. I've heard about it on podcasts, but then seeing it and feeling it, and it's so hard to put into words. And you know what I mean by that? It's just, you can't unsee that and you can't unknow that. So then you go back to your day-to-day with this awareness and that growth and everything's just like more beautiful and you feel more, more connected. And then you use that into how you're living every day, like your interactions or your decision, your business. Um, a lot of healing as well from this life, but also like past lives, understanding why do I have this trust issue, for example, or why do I feel like I always have to be this strong, independent woman? And then you see yourself in past lives or you understand generational trauma and you're like, oh, I get it now. I can heal it. I can forgive it. I can let it go. I can let it go. I can learn the lesson and then keep moving forward. So a lot of healing through my ceremonies, a lot of like expansion, a lot of uh, connecting to like the last ceremony we did together was a lot of like connecting to my divine feminine. Again, I knew what that felt like. I was doing the things, you know, in the day, like allowing space and going in nature, but then connecting truly to like that essence. I was like, oh, I know what it feels like right now. So when I go back to my normal quote unquote life, I know what's the feeling or like what it should quote unquote feel like when I'm really tapping into that. So it gives you like a guidance system as well. Um, yeah, I could go on and on, but like clearly changed my life. That was the third big spiritual awakening for me. The first, uh, ceremony that I did, which was back in 2020, 2020 birthday, 2020. So, yeah. I like what you said there about, it really puts you in a place where you can feel like the essence of something, or you can ask a question, uh, that I, I asked that question too. Like, why do I have <laughs> trust issues? And it's interesting the answers that will come up. And I believe We can have awareness of a problem, but when we have awareness of a problem and the derivative of that problem, then you're able to write a different story for it Mm -hmm. because why that problem is there is just, it's it's a program inside of you or from a past life. And and we just keep playing out these programs. Mm -hmm. So when you can have those moments of like, it's like you stop the program, like everything everything comes to a halt, the ego shuts off your, it's that, that critical mind of yourself shuts off. Mm And you feel things that you just normally don't feel from a, uh, from a, a conscious lucid state. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's like, you know, when you can feel trust or when you can feel love or when you can feel that essence, like what you said, that guidance system, because, you know, if you felt it once, you'll know when you're not feeling it. 
exactly. And like, that's the beauty of our emotional system. And and you know, mm-hmm. even understanding our vibrations, once you know where you want to be, that's how you calibrate yourself from day to day. Cause you're like, Oh, I'm there or I'm not there. I'm there or I'm not there. Mm-hmm. I, I was there yesterday. What were the things that are in my life upholding this state? What's yeah. not in it today. And you're able to continuously have this awareness. And I think you know, it's why you can do the work from an hourly perspective right now mm-hmm. is because when you have a home base and you have that guidance, you will find your way back there. Yeah, absolutely. You feel it right away when you're not in alignment. So yes. Yeah. Yes. Wonderful. Claudia, thank you so much for these conversations, for sharing your growth journey. Um, you know, my wish is that this helps another woman open up, make make sure that she's not alone, um, that she has a community, anything you want to say to any woman who's on any point in her growth path. Yeah. You're not alone. (laughs) It's uncomfortable, but always worth it. Um, and reach out, like, uh, reach out. Even if you feel like you don't know us or like, we're not friends, reach out. Like we're, we're all connected. We're all in this soul journey. So yeah, reach out. Don't be shy. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Claudia. Thank you. Thank you for joining me on this episode today. My website, simplysarah.com is a great place for me to continue to support you on your journey to alignment, joy, and fulfillment. There you will find upcoming retreats that I am hosting, resources, books, and many other helpful tools to help you on your travels through this thing called life.